So you may say, why are some people getting baptized today? Great question. And Luke answers the question in Acts chapter 2. Because it is what God has willed. And when people respond to what God has willed, there is a great blessing that takes place in their lives and over their lives as we have sung this morning. And so the scripture and just some selected verses, just three verses that I want us to look at is found in Acts chapter 2. And if you have your Bibles, feel free to turn to it. Acts chapter 2. And it's Dr. Luke writing to the scattered church actually at that time. And verse 14. So Acts chapter 2, I'm going to read one verse, 14, and then jump to verses 36 to 38. It will be on the screen here too. But um, just to provide the context, then Peter stood up with the 11, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. And verse 36 says, Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Or what shall our response be? As he was addressing the crowd, he said, Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for, can you mention that word? The promise is for you and for your children and for all who are afar off. That's us. For all whom the Lord our God will call. What a prophetic scripture. And so we see here what's happening today with seven people getting baptized is that they are a part of the people that God had called together with many, many of us. And they got to a place within their lives where they have repented of their sins. That means they have said no to themselves, to their lifestyles, to those things that separate them from God their sins. They've repented from that. And they acknowledge and confess that Jesus is both Lord, Savior, and Messiah. So that means these people had an experience with God and then the automatic response from Peter to the people is this, repent of your sins. Because he says there, for the forgiveness of your sins, repent. When you repent, God forgive your sins. And then the act that follows after repentance, when we see in the Bible, yeah, not just here, in many other places in the New Testament, repent and be baptized. And it's amazing, as these people heard this, they said, hey, that's what we want to do. Several occasions within this letter, the letter of the book of Acts, when people heard the gospel shared, meaning that Jesus is the one 
alone who can forgive our sins. When they hurt us, something happened within their lives from the inside. And there was a response to them, and they said, what must we do? I mean, I can show you passage after passage. At least you have two passages here. If we had the time, I would have shared that with you. They repented of their sins, confessed that Jesus is both Lord and Messiah, and then they said, what must we do? And time and time again, the Bible says, be baptized. That's an act of your faith that you've believed. It's the outflow of your faith when you believe is to get baptized. That's what Scripture teaches so clearly. And these people here have done exactly that. You know, I did it at the age of about 11, I think. God touched my heart at the age of about nine. And I realized at the age of nine that I needed Jesus. Grew up in an environment that was without God. My mother was a wonderful Christian who read Bible stories to us. I went to a camp and, and they spoke about this Jesus that forgives our sins, that takes our guilt away and covers our shame through him. And I said, through him, how does that happen? And I heard that Jesus died upon the cross for me, for my sins. And when I looked to him and I acknowledged that he is Jesus, the Savior and the Messiah, and that he's Lord, in that very moment he forgives my sins. And he takes my shame away and also the guilt that I felt within my heart, even at that young age. And my friends, I've never looked back. I'm only 27 years old. But I've never looked back, and I've served God for so many years. Never have I personally, and I know it fluctuates from person to person, but never have I had to feel guilty for what happened then, because he took my guilt, guilt away. Even when I sin and I bring my sins to him, he takes my shame away. I don't have to live in my shame. Even when I feel alone. I'm not really alone because he is my Lord. He's my Savior. He's my God. And it was soon after that. Now, it took me about a few years to understand this and to get the opportunity to get baptized, and I got baptized. And this is exactly what the prophet Joel says would happen in the lives of people like you and I. My friends, this is not just for some people. The invitation is open to all of us. Remember what it says here. This promise for the forgiveness of your sins and to have a relationship with the God of the universe through His Son Jesus is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. Just want you, just for a moment, just to be quiet, or just within your heart. I believe you will hear God's call over your life today. You're not here by chance. You're here because God has called you to this place. And in love, he calls you. And he says, I can deal with your sins today if you look to me. Because I paid the highest price for your sins 
when I died, I took it upon yourself, upon myself for your sake, so that you can be free from your sin. You can be free from that guilt that causes you to lie awake at nights. And that shame that causes you to wear a mask. He says, I've taken that upon myself when I died upon the cross. And you can take that mask off because I've taken your shame upon myself. You can walk free. Isn't this story a wonderful story? And it's for you, but not only for you. It's for your children. It's for your friends. It's even for those far off, for you and I. All that you need to do is to repent. That means you confess your sin, not to man, but to Jesus. Because the Bible says here that he is both Lord and Messiah. No other man. Jesus is the one that you confess your sins to. When you do this, it is settled. He takes your sin, your guilt, and your shame, and he casts it in the sea of forgetfulness. And, and in that sea, there is a sign which says, no fishing. <laughs> Never again can anybody, including yourself, bring up your sins to you. That is how powerful and how wonderful God's saving grace is. And it's for you, for you, and for you. Just hear that call this morning. May I pray with you this morning, please? And just bring you to this amazing God who loves you so much that he paid the price for your sins so that you can be free today. Let me pray for you. Father, we want to thank you just for this amazing congregation here and online. I want to thank you, Father, for the deep love that you've shown towards us that while we were still sinners, Jesus, you died for us so that our sins can be forgiven, so that our guilt can be taken away, and so that we would walk no longer in shame, but be free from it. We ask this morning as these seven people get baptized, and maybe even more, Lord, that you would speak to us about the depth of your love, that through Jesus, you receive us. We commit this time to you this morning in Jesus' name. Amen.